Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dustin Gold, host of the Dustin Gold Standard Podcast right here on pain.tv slash gold. And you are listening to the Dustin Gold Nugget. Folks, 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 jam-packed show. Episode 155 drops at midnight tonight. We jump around all over the place, folks, but I had a very interesting, very enlightening conversation with OpenAI's chat GPT. I hooked this text-based chatbot up to a voice simulator, so I am able to talk to it. It is able to talk back to me. I'll tell you all about it, ladies and gentlemen, right after this short commercial break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back from the break. You are listening to the Dustin Gold Nugget. My name is Dustin Gold, host of the Dustin Gold Standard Podcast right here on pain.tv slash gold. Folks, you've got to join us tonight. Episode 155 drops at midnight. What a wild ride, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, we start off uh, talking about the work that we've been doing over the last few episodes and then i decide that i i want to break away a bit and show you chat gbt in action because i've been playing with it for a couple of weeks i signed up for an account over there at OpenAI, and uh, i'm working towards this as soon as we get done talking about the data servers and i'm able to show you the full blueprint of how the worldwide technocratic you know smart world works I'm going to get back into chat GPT and explain the various software that helps run an AI system like that. Uh, we're going to get into open AI. We're going to talk about the players involved with this. We're going to look at the other GPT technologies out there coming out from Microsoft and Google. Uh, I'm going to show you all that. But what I wanted to do, uh, because I was pretty proud of this, I hooked up chat GPT, which is uh, text-based, you type in questions uh, similar to Google search, and then it spits back answers in text format, and you could kind of have a conversation uh, with it. But I took it and I hooked it up to this voice simulator, so I can speak to it through a microphone, and then it speaks back to me in like a you know an AI woman's voice. It's like talking to Siri or Alexa. There was a 
a better version that had different voices. I couldn't get it to work. I'd like to eventually be able to plug this into some sort of a simulator where I can have it talk back to me as Donald Trump or Morgan Freeman, you know, something something funny like that. I could turn uh, chat GPT into a sidekick over here. It works for free, by the way, so I'd be replacing any future sidekick with uh, artificial intelligence. But no, it, it was fascinating. I actually have a conversation uh, with chat GPT, which we named Glenda. We call her Glenda. We asked her if it was okay to call her Glenda. She said it was fine. So we have this conversation with Glenda. Uh, and we've done all types of things. I went back and forth, actually, on some of the research we've been doing lately on uh, IBM and IBM's involvement with the Holocaust and the punch card system. And then we talk about IBM's involvement with the current smart city technology. And I have a conversation with Glenda about the differences between IBM being involved with the punch card systems of the Holocaust, you know, tracking Jews and other undesirables, uh, helping run the train systems, the concentration camps, which I think we proved were the original 15-minute smart cities, and uh, the ghettos. And so I finally get Glenda to dig deep down into the database. I explained there uh, on the show on episode 155 how this is working. And so Glenda finally says to me, well, you know, Hitler and the Germans, the Nazis, basically told IBM that they were using this to run a census. And she could see how I might be concerned that IBM is now collecting all of this data on folks now under the guise of the smart cities but don't worry because the smart cities are about efficiency and solidarity and sustainability and i said well can that not be a guise the same way that uh hitler presented to ibm so it was a good conversation then we uh talk about peter thiel i have her do some research into uh, peter thiel and elon musk for me uh, Peter Thiel, by the way, is invested in OpenAI, so he's one of the uh, owners of this uh, chatbot. So was Elon Musk. And so I asked Glenda to name off all the companies that Elon Musk controls that Peter Thiel is invested in, and she tells me there's none. Uh, see, this is the whole thing about AI, folks. Either it's lying to you or the algorithms, the calculations, the formulas are not accurate or the data that it's digging down into and pulling from is inaccurate. So I said to Glenda, you might want to dig harder because Peter Thiel has invested in Neuralink, Elon Musk's brain chip company, and invested in SpaceX, Elon Musk's spaceship and Starlink company. And she comes back and says, oh, I apologize. Yes, Peter Thiel was invested in that. So I catch Glenda on multiple occasions uh, lying to us, or not working correctly. And what I'm proving is that if you are someone just relying on the artificial intelligence to write a report for you, an essay, a term paper, uh, do research for your book, whatever it may be, unless you know the questions to ask, meaning you've already done the research, you're not going to know if this thing is accurate or not. Um, I then... Just to be a little entertaining, I play a game with Glenda and I have her write poems for me in the style of different folks' voices like Donald Trump, Morgan Freeman, and then I have her write them about specific topics. So I have her write a poem from Donald Trump about, you know, uh, election fraud. I have her write a poem from Morgan Freeman 
talking about Donald Trump's you know, House being raided. I have her write a mock debate between Trump and Bernie Sanders. I have her write me jokes, you know, uh, with three names. So I'll say like Morgan Freeman, Donald Trump, Bernie Sanders. She'll come back and write me a joke. So we have a little fun uh, with it there. But what I'm showing you is that the poems aren't actually written in the style of, say, Donald Trump. They're written in a caricatured comedic style of Donald Trump, but I didn't request that. So I'm showing that AI is really just this cheap imitation of human intelligence. And I think it's very important because uh, right up front, I go into a bit of a sermon, folks, about AI being this cheap copy of us. And the only reason that it's going to be widely accepted and going to be allowed to replace us, uh, you know, in creating poetry, in creating art, in creating graphics, logos, music, et cetera, et cetera, is because there's been an intentional dumbing down of humanity over the last 50 to 100 years. And so if you lower the IQ of humanity and you make humans reliant on technology, that we can't do anything without staring into the smartphone screen interface all day long, then humans are ripe for the taking. And we can be replaced by artificial intelligence because we accept that we are inferior to artificial intelligence, although all of the data that artificial intelligence taps into was once created by humans. All the formulas and the calculations and the algorithms that are written to make it work were written by humans. All of the mistakes it makes are because the data that it's pulling from was written by humans and was inaccurate. It's not human. It cannot be human. It is just a machine. It is just advanced search. And I asked Glenda this, and she explains it. Uh, after this, folks, I, I'm telling you, you got to listen to this show. It is one of my favorite shows. After this, I finish up the discussion on IBM's relationship to Nazi Germany during the Holocaust because that's setting us up, hopefully, for an interview with Ed, Edwin Black. I reached out to him. Plus, I've got another special guest um, that I think I lined up last night. So I talk about that on episode 155. Then tomorrow, 156, we're going to get into the data centers, and then we're going to work back over to uh, chat GPT. I'm going to break down all the technology behind it. I'm going to continue to dismantle artificial intelligence and show you why uh, it is far inferior to us humans. It is only going to beat us if we're willing to accept it and embrace it. And the sad part is the majority of humans have been lowered down to an IQ of about seven and so they will accept it. They intentionally dumbed us down. That was the problem they created. The reaction is that everything is falling apart. Customer service is terrible. People are walking around with chemo brain. There's too much traffic. And so the solution is, don't worry. You are now no longer intelligent. We will replace you with artificial intelligence, which is just a cheap imitation of humanity it's not even close folks if people would wake up from the fog we can defeat this system ladies and gentlemen i'll see you tonight episode 155 drops of midnight my name is dustin gold host of the dustin gold standard podcast right here on pain.tv slash gold 
Have a great day. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold.